Welcome to another episode of the Jam Pack Report today for January the 19th of 2021. Of course, my name is Samuel Adams and this is a daily gaming news podcast meant to bring you the hottest news you need to know from around the industry, hosted on YouTube and podcast services around the world five days a week. It's your one-stop shop for everything you need to know. So if you enjoy the show and you like what you see, hit that subscribe button and keep coming back for more. But we have plenty of news to dive into today, and it all starts off with Battlefield 6, which is apparently a cross-gen reboot of the franchise. Reputable gaming industry leaker Tom Henderson has shared new information on the next entry in the long-running Battlefield franchise from EA. According to Henderson's sources, Battlefield 6 will see a return to a modern setting akin to Battlefield 3. While the PlayStation 5 and Xbox Series X and S are already on the market, Henderson also shares that Battlefield 6 will be launching across current and last generation consoles. This latest round of news follows Henderson's earlier report that the game was targeting 128 players per match, a claim that was later confirmed by journalists in the industry. Henderson's latest report should be taken with a grain of salt, as all leaks should be, but it is worth noting that this new information contradicts some of the direction that EA has publicly claimed to be taking the franchise. During an investor call in November, EA shared that their next Battlefield would have a never-before-seen scale and that, quote, the technical advancements of the new consoles are allowing the teams to deliver a true next-gen vision for the franchise. During this investor call, Andrew Wilson also shared that a full reveal for Battlefield 6 will be coming in the spring, which is now just mere weeks away. So, there's more information about Battlefield 6. Now again, I do want to reiterate, this should all be taken with a grain of salt. Uh, But if so, how does this stack up? What is the situation with this being a current generation and a last generation title? And I look back to Battlefield 4. And while it had a rocky launch, ultimately Battlefield 4 was one of the best in the franchise. In fact, I would say that Battlefield 4 comes in just behind Battlefield 3 as being one of my favorite Battlefield games to date. And I'm excited about the idea of a reboot, bringing the game back to a modern setting. Because while the World War 1 and World War 2 settings were fun for a bit of a romp, I still miss that modern battlefield take those tanks those jets i miss that feel that thrill of battlefield 3 and i'm looking forward to getting back into it if these leaks do in fact become true now when will we see more information again andrew wilson said during the spring season is when we will get more information Uh, but as i will remind you guys time and time again over the course of the next few months We're in the middle of COVID-19 still. We still have a pandemic. We still are working from home. Things are not back to normal. So what could have been uh, potentially feasible for a spring announcement and a fall release could be pushed back to a summer announcement and a winter release or even further than that. You never really know. Now, if planning was done diligently and if everything is on track, then hey, we could be getting a new Battlefield in 2021, Uh, and I would hope so because I'm looking forward to seeing what the team has in store, Uh, but if you are curious as to what's going on with Battlefield, it looks like that is a little taste of what is to come. But speaking of electronic arts, Apex Legends could launch on Switch on February the 2nd. As reported here by at Titanfall Blog on Twitter, the Japanese trailer for Apex Legends Season 8 also shared an interesting detail in its description. Apparently, the Nintendo Switch version of Electronic Arts 3-player Battle Royale will be dropping in on the handheld hybrid alongside the launch of the game's latest season on February the 2nd. 
While the release date was removed from the description shortly thereafter, it does signal the intentions of the development team. It is entirely possible that the game may release on February 2nd, but it's important to temper expectations in a work-from-home world. So if you're looking forward to Apex Legends on the go, then it looks like it could be coming very soon, according to that Japanese trailer. Now alongside Season 8 comes a new legend, if you will, that you can dive in and check out. Uh, plenty of new content coming to Apex Legends, and it is still going strong. It is one of the strongest Battle Royales out there right now, uh, and in my mind, it's more popular in a way than PUBG in the public eye. It seems like more people are talking about Apex Legends on a regular basis, and hey, who knows, I might dive back in and give it a shot myself. But maybe you are a fan of PUBG. Well, I have good news for you. It looks like a new game in the PUBG universe will release on PC and consoles by next year. Now, that last part is the big piece of news today. Crafton, a South Korean holding company that houses Bluehole, PUBG Corp, and Striking Distance, looks to have its sights set on releasing a new PUBG sooner rather than later. A recent Bloomberg profile spotlight on Crafton CEO Kim Chang Han revealed that Chang Han is focused on capitalizing on the PUBG name and that a new PUBG-related game will ship by next year. This news is not necessarily surprising considering that there has already been a public teaser trailer and many interviews sharing the intent on developing a sequel to the widely popular Battle Royale that truly ignited a love for the genre. Uh, now, of course, this is, again, something that is coming from a CEO. Uh, we don't know the involvement, the day-to-day -day operations behind the scenes. This is just a story that I saw and grabbed and wanted to share. Uh, but the timeline does line up. The sequel to PUBG or the next entry in the PUBG universe, uh, however you want to approach that terminology, has been in the works for quite some time. So it is entirely possible that the game could see its release later this year or even by next year, I suppose, if you want to take the quote verbatim. Uh, but I'm curious as to how this will be received by the general gaming public. Because from my perspective, PUBG is almost one of those games-as-a-service, constantly-evolving kind of situations. And the trailer that we saw, or I believe last year, if I remember correctly, uh, showcases something that adds depth to PUBG, uh, that adds a bit of backstory. It could be something that is uh, very far from what PUBG itself actually is. I wouldn't be surprised if it wasn't a battle royale altogether. Uh, now, another report from Video Games Chronicle also shared that this is going to be something that's on mobile. Uh, so, with that being said, it could be a battle royale. There are literally no details as to what exactly is coming. But something is coming in the PUBG universe, so if you're a fan, that is some good news, and you should stay tuned to the social feeds, uh, because we're getting into that season of announcements, uh, where the spring is coming, people are getting people hyped up for the uh, fall release season, the summer release season, and so some kind of PUBG announcement could be coming very, very soon. But I'll tell you what's not coming soon. Rainbow Six Quarantine, because it is not launching in March, just in case you were still holding out hope for that fake release date. After an Ubisoft Connect website began listing Rainbow Six Quarantine for a March 21st, 2021 release, it appears that won't mark the launch of Ubisoft's survival horror Rainbow Six Siege spinoff. The game is, however, scheduled to launch sometime during Ubisoft's 2021-2022 to fiscal year, meaning that it could be seen anywhere between April 1st and March 21st of next year. Uh, first and foremost, 
horrible timing for the name Rainbow Six Quarantine, uh, but with that being taken into account, I think we could see this one launch sometime later in the year. I'm not sure what the development is like on this one, and again, are people ready to play a Rainbow Six Quarantine? It's just not a great time from a marketing perspective to try and pitch that. Um, I'm not sure when this one's coming out, uh, but I'm excited to see it. And of course, this article on IGN shares more about the backstory of this specific spinoff. It seems that this is actually a spinoff of the Outbreak uh, special limited time events that you see in Rainbow Six Siege, which makes sense. Uh, that's how a lot of games are born. Whenever fans enjoy something, the developers say, hey, let's do more of that and put a new price tag on it. So essentially, I think that's what you're getting here with Rainbow Six Quarantine. Uh, but unfortunately, not going to be coming out on March the 21st. But shifting our focus to the future, a new Rockstar patent could point to a significant improvement for the NPCs. And by Rockstar patent, it's actually a Take-Two patent, the parent company of Rockstar Games. A patent filed in October 2020 by Rockstar parent company Take-Two shares an innovative new way of programming NPCs that adds a new level of depth to their actions, which, in turn, adds more depth to the game world for the player. Quote, driving slower on residential type roads or having to perform certain maneuvers to avoid oncoming traffic on single lane streets, end quote, is one example shared in the patent, but it goes on to share more driving based examples such as vehicle type, traffic restrictions, and even changes based on the weather. This is a fantastic innovation, and I'll say this, these are the kind of next gen advancements that I like to see, because while games can continue to look prettier and prettier, as we'll talk about more in just a moment, you do want to see a new level of depth added to the world. I would love to see uh, NPCs that pull over whenever a high-speed chase is happening, which is exactly what this patent says that they will do. On top of that, the patent goes on to talk more about how this new programming feature, uh, this new programming strategy, will impact the density of the world they are creating. More NPCs can be driving at the same time to add more uh, crowding to streets to enhance the player experience. Imagine having a chase in Grand Theft Auto and you get stuck in a traffic jam. It's that kind of depth that really adds something to the experience, and I'm excited to see this kind of patent come to light. Now, this is something uh, that is filed by a parent company, Take-Two, the parent company of Rockstar, and so it could be used in Red Dead Redemption, if need be. It could be used in Grand Theft Auto. It could be used in whatever projects they have in the works, uh, so that is exciting as well. And Rockstar of course, has come under fire in the past for many different things, but they make some good games. Red Dead Redemption 2 was one of the best games of the last generation, and I believe that last month's uh, sales reports uh, marked the first time in, I think, many, many years. I don't want to say a specific number because it escapes me, uh, but I want to say since the launch of Grand Theft Auto that it hasn't been in the top-selling games. That... Uh, Grand Theft Auto V has continued to sell time and time again, month after month, uh, and so they certainly have a lot of talent at that studio, and I'm excited to see what they do with this new tech. But speaking of new tech, wow, you gotta see what Ninja Theory is up to. Ninja Theory has revealed new details on Project Mara, the experimental project revealed in 2020. A new episode of Dreadnought Developer Diaries from the Ninja Theory team has revealed more information about their experimental title Project Mara. The grounded representation of mental terror will take place entirely in one single apartment, an apartment that has been painstakingly recreated with photorealistic accuracy. 
From its dimensions to the reflection of light bouncing off of the stovetop, every detail has been recreated by creating a point cloud of the entire apartment. Now, if you do want to see the entire video, it's up now on the official Ninja Theory channel here, uh, and I would absolutely recommend diving in and giving it a look. Uh, certainly worth watching, and there is plenty of information here. But first and foremost, if you haven't played Hellblade, you need to play Hellblade. It is a fantastic Number one, game. Number two, representation of, of mental illness. It, it does so well in so many different ways. And it is something that should be admired. Uh, it's something that should be learned from. Very excited to see what they come up with here. But I like this approach because it is taking a more grounded approach to this mental terror. And I think it's something that a lot of people will unfortunately be able to relate to after what happened has happened in 2020 and 2021 where think about being mentally terrified stuck inside an apartment that sounds pretty similar to what a lot of people are experiencing right now and so i think that it's something that is going to really drive the industry forward but the photorealism that the team is creating is very impressive of course the developer diary goes on to talk more about the strategy they took of course you do have this point cloud which is essentially uh, mapping an entire room every surface is recreated and then they add small touches of life. They go in and they add specific details that show somebody lives here. This is somebody's home. Some things that are just natural uh, and that just tend to happen in a space over time. Dust, that kind of thing. Uh, and so absolutely, if you do want to go in and check out some more of the details, here's a perfect example of how they are creating this apartment. Again, this is a full one-to-one -one recreation. Uh, and... I'm really excited just to dive in and play it. I mean, look at the detail here. This is incredible. Uh, so again, if you do want to check it out, up now on the Ninja Theory YouTube channel. But I am very impressed with what I am seeing. And of course, this is just one of a few projects that Ninja Theory is currently working on. And of course, they just got absorbed into the Xbox Game Studios family as well. So I'm sure more is on the way. But, to round out today's show, speaking of Xbox, Control is joining Xbox Game Pass for PC later this week on January the 21st. Remedy's Control will be joining the Game Pass for PC lineup in three days. This edition comes a few weeks after the addition of the game to Xbox Game Pass for console and Android, and a few weeks before the release of the Supernatural Action Games next-gen upgrade on PlayStation 5 and Xbox Series X. Remedy has received criticism for their next-gen upgrade system, providing free upgrades to those with the Ultimate Edition of the game that released in late 2020, while failing to provide any upgrade route for longtime players of the title. Now, I throw that last part in there because that is also part of the conversation, uh, but if you do want to check out Control for PC, it is launching on Xbox Game Pass for PC on Thursday the 21st. Uh, I have touched Control on Xbox One X, but I have not gone back in on the Xbox Series X. I'm kind of waiting for that next-gen upgrade to drop, although I will not, unfortunately, be able to get that next-gen upgrade for free. I don't own the Ultimate Edition of the game, but if you do, congratulations for you, and that is going to be coming in February, uh, but stay tuned because I'm sure more news is on the way. But for those that don't know, Control is a critically acclaimed game, many, many people like it, so hey, you might as well. Why not dive in and give it a shot? 
But that rounds out today's episode of the Jam Pack Report. If you enjoyed today's show, drop me a like down below and let me know what games are coming out that you are looking forward to. And on top of that, how you feel about Battlefield 6. Are you looking forward to this one? Do you think the modern setting is going to be a big benefit? Would love to hear what you have to say. But until tomorrow, you guys have a fantastic rest of your day. I'll talk to you soon and peace.